At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm Grace Holland. The events that led up to a Chapel Hill crash that killed a UNC student last month continue to unfold. Ten people face charges in the crash, and a newly released court document is shedding new light on what may have led up to it. WREL investigates Sarah Kruger has been digging into it. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So, Sarah, are you able to say how you got these documents? Yeah, so every day for at least the last few days, I have been going to the Orange County Courthouse in Hillsborough and checking in the clerk's office to see if there have been any more arrest warrants, any search warrants returned. In a case like this, a lot of the warrants have been taking a long time to serve, um, which isn't always the case. A lot of them are referred to in this case as, as criminal summons, um, misdemeanors. So it's sort of been a little bit of a different process. And people can kind of just come check in with a law enforcement agency or at the magistrate's office, um, you know, as they choose and kind of on their timeline. So that's why it's been such a slow trickle of documents coming back. But I've been repeatedly going back and day by day, you know, maybe one or two more will come in. And so I'm able to get just a few more details each time on what happened that night, what led up to this crash. And so that was the case today. We got uh, one more warrant back, and we also got radio traffic from the Chapel Hill Police Department. Okay, and what did those two pieces of this puzzle tell us about the timeline of the crash? So the warrants detail partying leading up to the crash, which was exactly one month ago today on January 21st in the early morning hours, and they make mention of some of the people involved um, taking tequila shots, one of the football players, Travis Shaw, buying three bottles of tequila for his group at Still Life Bar, which is a bar on Franklin Street in Chapel Hill. So we know from piecing together all of these different warrants that this was a group of people out together, and then at least some of them left the bar in at least two separate cars, both, according to police, with drunk and underage drivers or underage drivers who had been under the influence of some kind of alcohol, I should say. And this resulted, according to police, in a single vehicle crash. And in that car, the driver was Flamija Brewer. She's a UNC student, 20 years old. And then two passengers, one of which was Molly Rotunda, a UNC student who died. And another person in the car was a North Carolina Central University student who was 21. He was one, one of the few who was over age. She was also in the car and is also uh, facing charges. And most of these people are facing charges for aiding and abetting or underage consumption. So most of the charges relate specifically to alcohol as opposed to the crash. But of course, the driver of the car in which Rotunda was a passenger and Rotunda died, that driver, Flamita Brewer, is facing the most serious charges. Okay. 
And what did these documents tell you about Zachary Rice? I feel like we learned a lot about him from this today. Yeah, so today what it really mentioned was um, today and yesterday, I should say the warrants talked about him, but that he was one of the ones who had tequila at the Life Bar bought by that other football player, Travis Shaw. And so Zachary Rice, Travis Shaw, they're two of the three who are on the UNC football team. And the warrant today talked about how he was one of the drivers and he was closely following that other car that Brewer was driving. And it's Brewer's car that we know ultimately crashed. But the warrant today said he was closely following within 15 yards of that other car while that car was traveling at 124 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. Yeah, and we've reported that street racing, we had learned, was a possibility in this, and the warrant today would seem to possibly support that, talking about these really high rates of speed and closely following each other. And we also know from Chapel Hill Police that Rice did not crash. The Brewer's car crashed. It was a single-vehicle crash. It's unclear at this point what led police to Zachary Rice. I've asked them. They couldn't elaborate on it. They just said they were led to him through the investigation, but reiterating that his car did not crash. And just to sort of wrap up, who are the people charged, what we know so far? So 10 people charged, at least six are UNC students, and that includes three UNC football players, and then two still life employees who are also students. So they were charged for working at the bar and serving alcohol to minors, but we later learned and confirmed through UNC that they're also students. And then of those 10, one is a North Carolina Central University student. We've confirmed that much. And then as far as the three other people, it's unclear, you know, if they're local college students, I wasn't able to track down anything on that. Um, Several of the people are from Greensboro. We know Molly Rotunda, the victim, the sophomore from UNC who died. She's also from Greensboro, so it's possible maybe that these were friends from Greensboro, you know, friends from different colleges. Um, It's not really clear, but we're still, you know, doing our best to piece all of that together. Right. And as you're piecing this together, have you been able to talk to any of the people who've been charged? No. So I have made many attempts Um, to talk with people charged and their family members and their attorneys. And at best, I have gotten some no comments. Um, But nobody, you know, wants to be talking about this right now. Okay. We're going to take a quick break right there and be right back. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, Sarah, before the break, you were saying that you haven't had a chance to talk to any of the people charged. I'm curious, though, with this many UNC students involved and just university students in general, have any of the universities said anything about this? Has the football program said anything about this crash? Not really, no. It's been difficult uh, to get information. UNC did confirm that various people were students, but that's really the extent of UNC's involvement and information. Multiple of us at WRL have reached out to the athletics department trying to get a better understanding of the status of these football players or any possible repercussions within the program, and that we really haven't heard anything back. Um, I did just this afternoon get a response to, I had filed a public records request asking about these three players' status on the football team, and the response I got to that public records request was just a link to the roster on which they are Mm. all three listed. So for now, that is what we have. Of course, these are charges and allegations. So we'll see, you know, how this plays out in court. Right. And as we approach uh, those court dates, what details are we still waiting to learn here? So a lot of details. I think one of the questions on my mind that I have asked and I'm still not getting an answer to, but is what is the blood alcohol content or what was the blood alcohol content for the two drivers? Um, And so I think that will be potentially telling in the investigation and where that's headed. But at this point, we do not know that. And then just more about the methods that Capitol Hill Police and then the alcohol law enforcement, they got involved as well, ALE did, in this investigation. And just learning more about how they pieced all of this together and linked all of these different people to this. Um, You know, I imagine that surveillance video may be playing some kind of a role in the investigation, but um, this is, you know, a two-pronged investigation with these two different agencies. Police, they were the ones really investigating the crash, and then ALE got involved because the crash involved underage drinking, And that's what led to the charges against many of the other people sending back to the bar on Franklin Street. So I think, you know, through search warrants and through court appearances, we will hopefully get a clearer picture of how all of this was pieced together. And what are the next steps, um, particularly when it comes to court dates? So the different defendants, the 10 defendants, have court dates that span from, you know, weeks to months out. So possible down the line some of those cases might get consolidated and they might you know try to put them on the same court date but for now it's pretty much all over the map over the next several weeks and months um, of these people having various court appearances so we will be diligently staying on top of it all right well thank you so much sarah we know you will stay on top of it for us and thank you for listening to the wrel daily download If you've listened to this podcast on WREL.com or the WREL News app, you can also find it in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow the show so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening.
So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one -on -one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.